So, Gio. Yes. Dealerships. Dealerships. We've been talking about them quite quite a lot over the past couple months, especially with the Maki coming out and how we feel dealerships will work in the in the future and how they'll go hand in hand with EVs. And um, Cadillac was recently in the news uh, with with GM. It kind of uh, goes into this: how will dealers fit in with the you know scope of EVs in the future? Uh, an article from the Wall Street Journal uh, stated that uh, GM went to their Cadillac dealers and gave um, buyout offers to their dealers, uh, ranging anywhere from three hundred thousand to one million dollars. And if the dealers didn't want to do the buyout and weren't willing to part with their uh, franchise license, they had to put in about $200,000 in EV upgrades for their dealers. So you said that you said that kind of backwards. Did I? (laughs) Yeah, they were first fronted with the option to convert the dealerships to electric vehicle dealerships for 200,000. Oh. Those who refused then were offered buyout offers. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I I I I I <laughs> I got my recipe backwards, but the ingredients are still the same. And so the big takeaway from this article was that um roughly 17% or around 150 of Cadillac's dealerships either took the buyout or just didn't take the buyout, but at the end of the day, they didn't go through with having dealership upgrades. So uh, everyone's painting this in the light that, you know, uh, current dealerships aren't willing to go through with EVs in the future and that type of uh, tone. So do you think this is going to be the start of other automakers, you know, enforcing changes towards their dealers where they'll try to have EV upgrades going, you know, in, in their dealers or you think this is just an isolated incident for the time being? How do you, how did, will, will this, will this transpire? Will, will this be uh, like a tsunami for uh, other dealers and we'll see other dealers start to make deals like this? Well, you have to like narrow this down to specifically Cadillac dealers and look at it from a financial perspective because mm-hmm. they were they were told $200,000 for the electric car upgrades. Yes. Or bust basically. Right. And a lot of these dealers are very small. Mm-hmm. Cadillac dealers have never, you know, selling 500 cars a month. It's a it's a luxury car. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure how many Cadillacs they sell a year, but I'm sure it's not as much as something like Ford does. Yeah. There's... So $200,000 that they have to spend mm-hmm. specifically to continue selling new Cadillacs mm-hmm. when the bulk of dealer income is through used cars and service. Mm-hmm. It, it For some of these dealers that are only selling a handful of cars a month, it doesn't really make sense to do that. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense to continue on with one of their other licenses. Maybe they have a Buick or a Corvette license mm-hmm. and just stop selling Cadillac altogether. Yeah, they... So I wouldn't I wouldn't say that 17% of dealers don't believe in electric cars. Yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't make that statement. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there there was a portion of them that said, "Haha, electric cars are going nowhere. Why would I pay 200k for this?" Right. Yeah, there was probably some of them, but I I wouldn't put this as 17% don't believe. 
do you think uh, we'll see it from any other automakers trying to push well, this sort of uh, deal? Cadillac's going very strong on EVs. They're trying to convert their entire brand to electric. That's true. That's the reason that the cost of this was so high. Mm-hmm. Because let's take Ford, for example. Mm-hmm. Their EV requirements are simply get everyone certified in electric cars, get everyone certified in EVs, follow these advertisement rule sets, and pay for two uh, chargers, which are like 5K each. I think I think everything combined, maybe 15K is what Ford's going to charge dealers mm-hmm. to start selling the Maki. Mm-hmm. So there's a significant difference between 15K and 200K because Ford's not converting every single car at once to electric. I mean, neither is Cadillac, but the end goal with Cadillac is make it a full electric brand correct eventually yeah it, it should be the the forerunner in the gm sphere of uh, sub brands but do you think that do you think gm is really going hard towards electric cars or do you think they made the ev upgrades cost so much to uh maybe to get push, some of the dealers yeah there. yeah to push for the dealers to go with with the buyout well not every dealership that is refusing the 200k right upgrade will right. take the buyout right. which range from 300k to a million dollars yes some of them simply it doesn't make sense to stay open or maybe they'll say hey i don't want to sell cadillacs anymore i'll just sell nissans instead mm-hmm. so the ones that are taking the buyout are kind of like yeah, we'll just we'll just collect rent on this, and Cadillac can run the dealer and do direct sales. So it's, I have always seen a path to franchises and all these small businesses. You can consider them slowly closing down mm-hmm. as these uh, legacy automakers and corporations take over auto sales on their own front, like Tesla has through direct sales. And I think this is the start of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it with just about every automaker that's been introducing EVs this year. Pretty much, yeah. Ford, for example, is now doing an online focus. Their whole back-end infrastructure for these Mach-E deals are entirely different from any car they've ever sold. They're paying dealerships flats. So I think long-term, yes, this is this is on the way to a direct sales path for Cadillac. Uh, it's uncertain if Cadillac's going to run these dealerships that they bought out. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just want the signage. <laughs> We don't, I don't have the details to the deal. We just know that some of them were bought out right. from 300 to a million. I don't know if they're just going to resell them to someone else who wants the, uh, to wants the license. Well, we've basically every startup we've seen with ambitions of actually producing, you know, wants direct sales cars. Yeah. Is, is, is every, it, every new company wants direct yeah, sales. Yeah. And is going more so not only just direct sales, but they're, you know, infrastructure seems to be limited to like mall showrooms and stuff like that. And they don't have full fledged dealers that, that we know for legacy automakers. Mm -hmm. So do you think that Cadillac is just going to keep the same structure of big dealers and that's it and they'll just run them? Or do you think they might start to push towards, you know, the small showroom type of, um, way of selling cars and still have and just downgrade the amount of dealerships they have or I mean not well, just Cadillac but work for other reasons yeah dealerships work because they also make money on used cars because they have inventory mm-hmm. because they make money in service mm-hmm. so there's pros and cons to both right you know you have a lot less overhead when you're just in a mall with a couple cars and a couple salespeople yeah. 
but in in Tesla's case, then you can't sell a car same day. You can't you can't hit the customer who wants to be spontaneous and buy a car last minute. True. So there's pros and cons to both. I I I can't say what direction is going to be standard. Mm-hmm. I I don't know because from a business standpoint, I am a fan of the the traditional dealer uh, infrastructure. I'll say not the, not necessarily the way they run. Right. No one wants. But to. logistically, logistically, it it works, and there's a lot of potential there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what route Cadillac's taking. I I don't know what route Ford's taking, but I I do know for certain that things are changing in the dealer world. You have to understand something. Like Ford, for example. Ford's franchise network combined profits more than Ford as a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. The numbers are kind of ridiculous when you look at it. If Tesla had a franchise network, they'd probably not be turning a profit every quarter. Hmm. Or they'd have to sell the cars for significantly more money. Mm-hmm. If Ford if Ford direct sold every car... They could they could discount the cars maybe upwards of ten percent and still make the exact same amount of money they made last year. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think? I mean, if you had to take a guess, do you think we're gonna see uh, the number of dealerships drop over the next ten years, fifteen years, twenty years? Do you think we, they're gonna might... consolidate them or? Well, we've already seen consolidation in the dealer world. A lot of these uh, automotive groups, uh, I could list a million, but we'll, we'll focus on bigger ones like uh, AutoNation mm-hmm. or even CarMax. Mm-hmm. They're, they're kind of buying out these smaller dealers. Mm-hmm. So we're really going to see auto groups get larger and less individual, you know, last name dealers, I'll call them, <laughs> or first name, last name dealers. Okay. <laughs> They'll just be a bulk of dealer groups if we stay the traditional dealer route. I do think every legacy automaker wants to get in on direct sales. Mm -hmm. And I do think they'll succeed because I don't see Tesla and all the others getting restricted. I know that we just saw in, now it's Michigan Michigan. that Tesla, Lucid, and everyone trying to do direct sales is is not allowed to sell cars there. Mm -hmm. And these are the dealers lobbying against this. (laughs) For the most part, the automakers aren't lobbying with them because the automakers want direct sales. Yeah, they would simply make more money, and hopefully, hopefully, in a perfect world, pass that savings on to to you, <laughs> the consumer. <laughs> but we do know of of all these auto groups that are trying to expand, that are buying out smaller dealers. Uh, auto Nation, for example, wants to increase their dealer network by fifty percent within five years, something like that. Mm. Obviously, we know CarMax internet base is drastically increasing every quarter. Mm. This this will take away from the mom and pop. Now I don't want to call it mom and pop like it's a hole in the wall pizza chain. These mom and pops are making millions of dollars a month. It's a good pizza. <laughs> so, so come coming back to the original story, we we we've seen that whilst people aren't really lying with their headlines, the tone is definitely written in the in the fact that dealers don't want EVs, but you we shouldn't be taking it that way that was just like you know people just want to cash out or just not deal with having to spend two hundred thousand dollars on upgrades right yeah knowing how small cadillac dealers are how low volume they are and knowing that cadillac is very ambitious with converting everything the fact that this as soon as we knew that they were going to make every dealership uh uh pay this uh what is this upgrade cost expansion yeah. cost upgrade cost yeah. 
in the six figure mark, I, I would have suspected out the gate that a lot of them would have just declined. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to ask for from a small dealer. Now, let's say if someone like Ford did it, mm-hmm. I don't think we would see as high as 16% because Ford dealers statistically sell more cars. Well, also, I think it's, this is this is more so a a cost over benefit type of thing. True. Not a. I I have to imagine the fact that Cadillac's first electric car isn't going to be till 2022-2023 and that has to play a little bit in it because if if a Ford dealer has to put EV upgrades at least they can see that the Mach-E's like out right now. So it's Well, actually Ford has had a little bit of issues since they've decided to do this so quick. Yeah. Ford is what's it only been? I'm just going to throw out a number. It's been definitely less than a year. Maybe six months, maybe a little longer. Mm-hmm. That Ford has started doing this EV transition, where they finally gave out the training for this car, training for EVs, and started uh, giving the infrastructure needed. Because Ford is telling these dealers, "Hey, you got to put chargers," but Ford's also providing the chargers, mm-hmm. not themselves, but through a third-party company. But it's still contracted through their partner. Mm-hmm. You can't just go to a charge point and put a charger. So because they've been doing this so quick, they've actually recently had issues with the amount of chargers they've been able to put out at these dealers. And now the chargers are actually backordered and the Mach-E is going to hit the road. And some of these uh, service parts and some of these chargers aren't going to even be at dealers. There's actually not going to be a way to service Mach-E's or charge them at, at a few dealers. Oof. That's... How... So there's there's so there's some pros for Cadillac doing this so early, mm-hmm. getting all this paperwork done way ahead of time. So, you know, yeah, they know the numbers... Three years in advance, like you said, the what is it, the lyric, the lyric, 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 lyric? yeah, the SUV. When it comes out, it's it's ready. Mm-hmm. It's not. Hmm. There's no headaches with it. I didn't know that. It's it's just obstacles after obstacles for getting uh, EVs to 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 market because I can't imagine how long it, I can't imagine how long it will take where you'll be able to go into any random dealership in America or the world, regardless of brand and be able to have you know some sort of good baseline for ev knowledge and ev service i think it's gonna i mean at least in my opinion i think it's gonna take a while before i mean if if our ford calls are anything to go off of it's still gonna be a while before you can have a decent conversation with a salesperson in a dealership uh, i think going a full electric route like cadillac would probably do better than doing something like ford with a single car at a time definitely but cadillac even though they want to be a full electric brand, it's going to be a, a, eventually because when the Lyric comes, obviously they're still going to have what, like three or four other gas models. So not until they literally replace every car with an electric car will, will that even be a reality. But um, do you think, I mean, I, I, I know we touched upon this, but do you think there will be legacy automaker like showroom experiences or do you think that's going to be exclusive to just whatever startups are coming in now or maybe sub brands where you just walk into the mall and you have you know little storefronts with like three cars alongside their dealer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh i don't know if they need to no Uh, there's there's sufficient amount of franchises Mm -hmm. for the majority of these dealer groups maybe for someone smaller like cadillac it would make sense but for someone like ford who probably has four or five times more dealers out there they probably already have sufficient amount of areas to see the cars yeah but it wouldn't i don't know zoning rights how those work with franchise agreements i don't know if those zoning rights are only restricted to you know actual dealerships i don't know if ford is even allowed to open up a a store 
a mile away or so mm-hmm. from another dealership. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, no one, I mean, we've said it 5,000 times already, but no one likes to go to the dealership. So going into like a, a, a shopping center type of environment, I feel people are more open to looking at new cars because they're not in that stuffy dealership air with like five people breathing down their necks. Well, no one likes to go to the dealership because of the process. Yeah. Because of how long it takes. Because yeah. of, it's a hassle because the people you have to deal with aren't necessarily, you know, the best type of people to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm really excited for what Ford is doing in the fact that they're kind of taking the mach upon their own hands, making everything tech-forward, web-based. Mm-hmm. So they're able to change the process and make the dealership experience just so much better without actually controlling the dealership and being there. They make your time at the dealer minimal. Everything is done prior to showing up at the dealer. In, in theory, you can technically buy the Maki and pick it up without actually spending more than 15 minutes at a dealership. So I, I hope if dealers don't start buying back all their... I mean, if uh, manufacturers don't start buying back all of their dealers and they do continue with this uh, dealership route, I do hope that they do something like Ford and completely revamp the buying process to their capabilities because the problem is these dealerships are kind of like on their own mm-hmm. they could do whatever they want mm-hmm. which is why we have such poor experiences at dealerships yeah and and new cars realistically don't make as much money as used cars so someone who's buying or leasing a car is isn't really going to get the the attention as someone who's going to pay ten thousand dollars above asking price on a used car oh it'll be certainly interesting to see obviously ford will be one of the first if not the first legacy automaker to really take steps forward towards going back to a more direct to sales approach and we'll see how well that works for people trying to get into the maki and we've seen the we've seen the audi tron at dealers for a year now we've seen the the porsche taycan for a few months now jaguar i-pace at dealers for a few months Mm now they're there jaguar at least it seemed that when we went the staff was sort of knowledgeable on the car. Mm-hmm. I want, it, it, it's yeah. It, it depends on the dealership because one it it does depend on the dealership a hundred percent. Some dealers just look away. Like when we went to Audi. to see the Audi yeah. e-tron, no one even cared. Yeah, that we were there because it was an Audi e-tron. Yeah, so it does depend on where you are. It depends on the location, but you know there are ways to go about this and and ways to not go about this. And there's a lot of both going on in this industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making making the cars is is easy. Making electric cars is easy or easier I should say. The the hardest part for converting to a full electric uh society is is going to be the dealer network. It's going to be the sales point, the education. The education. I I think Tesla can make the best car in the world. Ford, let's say let's say Ford can make the best electric car in the world. Let's say it beats the the Model 3 in every spec possible. Mm-hmm. It's not going to sell outsell the Model 3. Unless they have their dealer network on point. Unfortunately, if that ever happens, it's gonna it's gonna take a while. So GM GM is also introducing the Hummer EV. Yeah, GMC. The GMC That's Hummer on topic of EV. Cadillac because Cadillac is owned by GM, who owns GMC, who owns Corvette, who owns Buick. You don't say. Separate. Companies, of course, separate franchises, separate dealerships. They didn't actually make a separate uh, 
subsidiary or franchise for the Hummer this time around. They made it. They're just going to sell it under the GMC brand. Yeah. It's going to be the GMC Hummer EV. Yeah. Mouthful. They actually, GMC is not going to go full electric. So they did not uh, put the $200,000 price target for the upgrades at GMC dealers. Even with the Hummer EV coming. They didn't tell dealers, hey, if you don't uh, convert to electric and, and allow us to offer the Hummer EV at your store, we're going we're gonna to buy you out. They're actually allowing those dealers to choose whether or not they want to offer the Hummer EV. But the ones that... I don't know if that's the right route. But the ones that offer the Hummer EV, do they need... Yeah, of course. The ones that offer the Hummer EV are going to have to get, uh, not licensed, but trained in the Hummer EV. They're going to have to get trained in EVs. They're going to have to have the minimal infrastructure that they require to offer the Hummer EV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as we've seen with Ford... Because we that's basically everything that Ford is doing as well. Mm-hmm. Ford dealers aren't requiring dealerships to have the Mach-E. They're not requiring you to sell the Mach-E. We've seen it with Ford. And from our calls to dealerships, that method doesn't necessarily work. I mean, you could say it's a dealer-by-dealer dealer thing. Yeah. But what's, what's our track rate at? One in ten dealerships know what they're talking about or care to talk to us Maybe. about an electric car? Probably. And, and we're, in a, we're in a very high metropolitan area. Yeah. This is not, we're not in the middle of Ohio here. We're, what is this, top 10 most most dense places in America? Yeah. Well, maybe they think that if the dealership is willing on their own to take the Hummer EV, that they'll be more motivated to be knowledgeable about it rather than being yeah, forced to sell it. Yeah, but that's what Ford's doing with the Mach-E, and I'm saying that it, it clearly didn't work. We saw it, which is why I'm glad that Ford's now, I mean, I don't know how long it's been in the works, but it, it seems that... They're not taking more control of the Maki with the whole online thing, mm-hmm. everything online based. They're trying to do uh, sort of, kind of, not really direct sales, mm-hmm. kind of skipping the middleman of the franchise while still using them for the delivery point. Mm-hmm. There's so much back end to go into car sales. I don't want to get into it, but it's for a different time. Ba- basically, this change with this. Maki and I always I keep bringing up Ford and the Maki's because this is where my knowledge is. I don't know much about Cadillac's back end. Mm-hmm. The change I'm seeing here with Ford is is something I've never seen done before. It's something I've been I've been hoping I would see within my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I I hope it's the route that every dealer takes if we don't just end up a direct sales route. Mm-hmm. Well, Add something to your list to, to keep watch over if, as, as if keeping up with EV news and autonomous driving news wasn't enough to fill your day. Now you can see the evolution of car dealerships before your very eyes as well. So 